Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. We're listening to Leave the Water off the new album Actor Brought a Vice from the Chicago band Young Man in a Hurry. You tripped when I fell, woke when I rose, got a garden last June, it's starting to grow. I'm down in a hole, mixing a bowl of lavish charades, I'm a hotel mogul. Last night in a dream, Dave came to me, drove up my own street. Do you hear that drum machine? How about the lo-fi vocals reminiscent of Simon and Garfunkel? If this is piquing your interest, you can expect more marrying of the old with the new from this truly unique and experimental album. It came out yesterday, and you can catch the album release show this evening at Constellation. Frontman Matthew Barron joined me in studio yesterday to talk about the new album. And we started by talking about the origins for the curious name, Young Man in a Hurry. Well, I was in an old friend's apartment, and he had a trove of books. And I would always like to look at these old paperbacks from the 60s and 70s. The the person was in their late 70s at the time, so he had a cache of awesome books. Mm -hmm. And I saw one called A Young Man in a Hurry, which was written by someone who worked for University of Chicago. And I just love that title. And I thought to myself, I think I might have written it in one of my field notes, notebooks, start a band one day, call it Young Man in a Hurry. Look at that. Look what you're doing now. (laughs) Well, let's talk about your bandmates. How many are there and and how'd y'all come together? Thanks. Good question. So right now there's four of us performing live. And on this record, there's 13 or so special friends all joining in on the fun. The core bandmates are myself, Meyer Horn on drums, Nick Harris, who was a founding bass player in the band, who's now on keyboards. Our current bassist is named George Esty. And then, though he doesn't live in state anymore, Teddy Rankin-Parker on cello was a founding member, and he's all over this new record, making his magical avant cello sounds. Nice. Well, while we're talking about names still, Matthew, I got to hear about the name of this album, Actor Brought a Vice. <laughs> Again, I think that just flowed from my pen into a field notes one day. I don't know where it came from, but I like how it sounds. I like the cadence of it. And as we were working on the record more and more, I kept going to influences of filmmaking as opposed to just making a record in terms of choosing which audio to keep in, how to mix it, which types of instruments and where to place them and trying to create scenes as opposed to songs, I guess. Mm -hmm. And then there's a metaphor I sort of reverse engineered of how we're all bringing different selves to different spaces that we're in and we're bringing our baggage with us, whether we choose to or not. Mm. Well, let's talk more about the story behind the album because we did some research and I read that this was produced in a unique way and it started in Oslo, Norway. Yeah. So I had an opportunity to be in Oslo, Norway, and my wife was getting a master's degree out there. And I was fortunate to have had a, a, a special visa that enabled me to travel during the pandemic. And I was able to spend a summer in Oslo with her. And I did something I'd never done before, which was wake up and write a song and work on music first thing in the morning 
before starting my day doing other things. And I dedicated about two weeks to doing that and wrote a song pretty much every morning. And some came out very quickly, like Leave the Water. That one just came out. The melody was in my head when I woke up, whereas others took a little more polishing, so to speak. And that's the impetus of the record. And that was about three and a half years ago. So a lot has happened to bring the songs to fruition and completion since then. So was that effective? I mean, waking up and writing a song first thing? I found it to be because I stayed off my phone, like I just did here, turned off my phone. So I'm focused on you and us. (laughs) Right. And I did find it effective because I was in a rhythm. I got into a, a strange zone where I was noticing my subconscious coming out through my I was actually typing these lyrics out, which was rare for me too. I I decided to do it all in uh, internet docs. So it made it really organized and easy to iterate and share with people as time went on. But uh, yeah, it was that commitment to myself was something I'd always wanted to do. And I found that once I made the commitment and and began it for those two weeks, it really, I didn't have to wait for inspiration because I was already committed to just doing the work. Yeah. Well, let's listen to another track. We asked for a couple of your favorites off the album. Here is Department of Injuries. Thanks. In a new neighborhood But we're in the same place A lattice of complaints Fire attracts hate So you told our engineer, Ethan, that you like this one as you rehearse the album with the band. What is it that makes it stand out? Well, we're planning on opening the show with this tune. And so that's that's why it's standing out, because we're really trying to make it good. And back to the Oslo thing real quick. The title of the song comes from a hospital wing in Oslo. I have experienced a lot of orthopedic injuries over the years, sprained ankles, fractured wrists. Oh, no. And I had sprained my ankle before this trip, and I had a follow-up appointment out there. And the place I went to to get the hospital is called the Department of Injuries. So that's where the title comes from. Oh, my I wasn't being, I don't know, cute and in, in inventing that. But, uh, yeah, for me, that song just features a lot of the wonderful instrumentation and arrangements that we really worked hard. Tim Daisy on marimba. Ben Lamar Gay on flugelhorn, Emma Hospelhorn on flute, Macy Stewart on violin, and just Sebastian Steinberg's epic bass playing, among everything else happening. So I, I, I love this song on the record because of uh, just everything coalesced really well in terms of these outside musicians' involvement. And mm-hmm. then for the show, the four of us are doing our best to translate that, and, and I feel really good about how we're how we're synthesizing 13 musicians into four. Yeah. Your special friends, as you called them earlier. (laughs) Uh, So when you sent your demos out to uh, your collaborators, right, you gave them this handful of inspirations that were guiding you as you shaped the album. So on that list was the minimalist French film director, Robert Bresson. Yeah, Bresson, I think is what it's called. But don't quote me on that. (laughs) You're probably right. (laughs) My French is not good. Same. Uh, What is it? What about him? What, What stood out? Well, I used a book that he'd written called Notes on the Cinematograph or Notes on the Cinematography. I don't want to sound too pretentious, but I think I already, that that ship might have sailed. Anyway, 
he writes in that book um, ideas or sort of like, it reminded me of uh, Brian Eno's oblique strategies. They're basically uh, rules or, or ways to create from that he had positive experiences with, like choose your actors wisely, I think was one of them. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of how I looked at the people involved. I was choosing more people to play roles than to than to write parts and, and to fulfill roles that I would let them create, not necessarily coming from my direction, just the overall guiding lights of the record, like you said, Brisson's ideas as well as some other albums I was listening to a lot at the time. Mm-hmm. Another example you gave was In a Landscape. That was from the composer John Cage. Really beautiful piece, so let's let's listen. Again, very minimalist piece like Rassan's work. And it's a written solo for harp or piano, it sounds like. And it's just so dreamlike. Yeah. Thank you for playing this, by the way. I hadn't listened to it in a long time. And when I hear this song, I slow down and think that it would work really well behind a scene in a film. And a lot of the parts on this record when extracted from the greater whole, are minimalist, sort of avant-garde, classical jazz parts that do stand alone in this way. In fact, spoiler alert, we will be releasing an instrumental version of this record that is sort of like a, uh, more of an experimental, no vocals. So you're onto something here with the the, uh, uh, noticing. See, we knew that. (laughs) We knew that. Well, no, it's just really what it is, is that your album shares a similar vibe. Thank you. And uh, I'm curious then if you could give us a few other artists that you would say inspire your work beyond just this album. Sure. And I was thinking about Chicago artists, especially uh, just just to, to, to whittle it down and thinking of when I was a kid and bands like the Smashing Pumpkins and Local H and all these alternative bands. As I got older and started attending shows as a young adult, I was spending a lot of time at the hideout and the hungry brain and seeing all these improvised shows. People like Mike Reed, whose venue we're playing at this coming Saturday, and Jason Stein, who's opening the show, Tim Daisy, who's on this record, and really getting immersed as a listener in, in Chicago's improvised jazz slash avant-garde music scene. And then, yeah. of course, Wilco, a uh, huge influence on me and all those side projects. 
when I hear this album, it's sort of like a amalgam of all those styles. There's some grunge and some alternative. There's some art jazz stuff happening. And then there's some Americana things happening. So it's sort of a combination of all of the Chicago bands I've loved over the years. Yeah. You're listening to Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and that is Matthew Barron, frontman of Young Man in a Hurry. The band's latest album, Actor Brought a Vice, it's out today, and you can catch their album release show tomorrow night at the Avondale venue, Constellation. So we talked about the stuff that you sent your collaborators. I want to talk about the collaborators themselves. You've been around the, the Chicago music scene for quite a while now, and you've worked with so many talented Chicagoans, as you, you just mentioned. Among the list is also Ben Lamar Gay and Macy Stewart, who's a friend of the show from uh, Phenom. Let's listen to a song from last year. This is Potable Water System Emoji. <laughs> Such a cool groove here. I mean, why don't we take another moment? I want to hear you talk about Chicago musicians and gloat a little bit about what sets them apart. Well, I think the willingness to collaborate is the biggest one that comes to mind. Ben and Macy, and then of course Tim Daisy. Uh, these these musicians, I've seen them in so many different types types of prod, projects over the years. And and Ben has worked with Future Hits before my other band. Macy's collaborated with 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 young man before and and tim has played with future hits and so yeah it's just it, it it was really fun for me to work with these musicians and then give them such a wide uh, sort of lane to work in and, and and just say here's 14 songs i only want you to hear the guitar voice and drum machine and i want you to have a creative imprint on this record and mm-hmm. play as much or as little as you like and then we will shape it from there. But I want you to really have carte blanche to just be yourself, do whatever you want. And uh, Macy and, and Ben and uh, a lot of these Chicago-based musicians especially were just so open and available and willing to do it. And I'm so thrilled with how it all came out. Yeah. I'm glad you brought up Future Hits, right, which is an educational rock band <laughs> that you started. You were a public school teacher for a decade before pursuing art full time. So talk about that. Talk about the work as an educator, because it's obviously a, a passion for you. Well, similar to, to this project I found with the kids music, I was trying to make stuff that uh, I'm not saying was completely reinventing the wheel musically, but stuff I really wanted to hear. And when I became a public schools teacher, I was trying to find songs to teach my English language learners who are the primary focus of my instruction. I was trying to find songs online. I couldn't really find anything that I felt really good about utilizing in a full classroom setting. And so I just began writing my own songs and that launched into over a hundred songs, hundreds of performances, many albums, videos, etc. And so some of those collaborators are now on, on this record, including my dear friend, Emma Hospelhorn, who's a founding member of future hits. She plays flute and that was her voice on potable. Oh. Uh, that was Emma. And are you I, still performing with future hits? That's a great question. We we're releasing new music. We made a new record last summer at the Wilco Loft. And so we, we will have a new album out and hope to perform. We generally play at Shuba's and, and they're usually amenable to whenever I uh, send them a note to play a daytime show for kids. So Shuba's, if you're listening, I'll hit you up sometime for 24. Yeah. Well, I love that you focused your, your time in education on, on kids who were learning English, right? Why was that? Well, 
I learned Spanish as a kid and loved speaking Spanish. And I was in the middle of a career change. I was in a sales job. And in my late 20s, I was trying to think of what could be a next step for me in a career where I could have a regular job, so to speak, but also have ample time to pursue my many creative endeavors as well. And decided to become a public schools teacher. And I love working with children from all over the world. So it was really fun to not only utilize my Spanish skills, but learn how to instruct students who were from countries in which I didn't speak the language. Mm -hmm. Hence, my songs helped me even more. That's great. I, I really, really like that. Thanks. Um, so, Future Hits. I want to hear a song from them. Please. Now, Future Hits been described as Death Cab for Kindergarten. <laughs> yeah, someone said that once. I thought that was great. I didn't make that up. <laughs> well, here's Soccer Team. Oh, good one. My soccer team played on Sunday, but we didn't win. The other team broke seven rules, much to my chagrin. Our clean white jerseys got all stained, they're caked in gooey mud. The sunny day turned in. Yeah, this is a good one. It's semi autobiographical. Is it bringing back memories? Terrible at soccer. So, no feet coordination, Sasha. <laughs> sports involving my hands, but anything with my feet, terrible. Soccer, soccer didn't really run in my family. Yeah, no, I, I tried to put my daughters in soccer, and they picked grass instead. The action was on that side of the field; they were over there. Maybe they'll be botanists doing nothing. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, so, as we wrap up, I mean, back to young man in a hurry, right? Any plans for a tour? Maybe. Great like this question, new album? guys. Are you listening? I'm talking to the band, not not just random people. Yeah, we're talking about hopefully doing something this spring, playing. Even four or five shows would be really wonderful. Most of us are in a place in our lives where it seems pretty daunting and impossible just to jump in a van and and, and leave everything behind. But uh, I believe in this project, as do the people participating in it, where hopefully we can devote a week of our lives to playing a few shows out of town. And, and who knows, maybe something else in Chicago in the near future. But we haven't played in a long time, so I'm making a big push. Please come to Constellation. It'll be a lot of fun. It's an awesome venue. And Mike Reed... Uh, did such a wonderful job developing this community uh, at this top-notch venue. So if there are no other shows after this, this, this I'm not being uh, coy or anything. We will play more shows. We'll stay in that vein. But <laughs> give, us, give us a sneak peek of what you do have planned. It'll be a good one. For the show, before I let you go. So Jason Stein is opening, and he may play a song with us if we're lucky. My dad's flying in from California to play some of the nice. songs with us. He's on the record. And... I'm working on some visual component to it. We'll see if I can get it done in time. And yeah, we're just going to have a lot of fun. And kind of the crux of this record too, with some of the influence was balancing spontaneity and um, composition and improvisation and set plans. And so we, we're trying to bring that ethos into the show where we're, we'll be ready, but we also want to keep it loose where we can have fun on the stage too. That's Matthew Barron, frontman of Young Man in a Hurry. We've been talking about the new album, Actor Brought a Vice, which is out now. Thank you so much for coming in. What a gift to be here. Thanks, Sasha. So much fun. it for this episode. It was produced by Ethan Schwab, who also edited the episode with Meha Ahmed. If you dig local Chicago music like us, 
And you can find more conversations with artists on this podcast feed. Artists like Namdi or Fina. Reminder, you can catch Young Man in a Hurry tonight at Constellation in Avondale. We'll talk to you on Monday. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.